Happy Monday. Welcome to the See It to Create Be It podcast. I'm your girl, Chanel Swain, and I am excited this morning to talk with you because the subject of self-esteem and self-empowerment for children is everything to me. I have been a mentor for over a decade. I've also been a, a child safety advocate. And what I've learned is self-esteem is directly tied to many things for children. When children have a strong sense of self, a positive identity, they are less likely to engage in drug abuse. They are less likely to become promiscuous. They are less likely to commit crimes. They are less likely to go down a destructive path when they have a high sense of self-worth, when they have a high sense of self-esteem, when they value themselves, they make better, excuse me, they make better decisions um, with regard to their life and their time and their relationships. So it is very important that we spend time planting those seeds early in cultivating their young minds early, that we give them the tools to see themselves as worthy individuals. The innocence of our children is increasingly under siege. And, you know, we must address the alarming content that is shaping the their perceptions of themselves and the world around them. This week, I've witnessed four heart-wrenching videos, viral videos, that demand our immediate attention. The first video uh, was a little girl calling herself ugly. And it was so clear that this young girl was in a lot of pain uh, when her mom, I'm assuming it was her mom in a video, when she said, hey, don't say that to her. Little girl was crying. You could tell she was in a lot of pain, but she said it with so much conviction, you know, that I'm so ugly. It was just very sad and very hard to hear. Um, A young girl, such a young age, has already formed that type of opinion about herself. And it, it was heartbreaking to watch. And it confirmed, again, the need to change the way our children see themselves. And like I said, it was four, four viral videos in one week of kids. The second video that I saw was a nine-year-old little boy, rapper, a child, not even a teenager, nine years old. And he was throwing money and using profanity and saying a lot of vulgar stuff. I mean, uh, with adults or, or grown, uh, you know, older people, I'm not even going to call them adults, but older people standing beside uh, in back of him, cheering him on, dancing. And it, it was horrible. Um, a lifestyle that this child should know nothing about. Our, at that age, our children should be cultivating creativity and positive expression. They should not be exploited by adults. 
And, you know, this sad deviation from innocence is a troubling sign of the times. The third video I saw was a child not older than maybe three or four, maybe five at the max, um, beating on his chest with his little pants, his little shorts sagging down, beating on his chest, yelling at adults. This disturbing normalization of disrespectful behavior poses a threat to the fabric of our society as the very essence of respect is eroded at such a tender age. These are the kids that grow up and, and curse their teachers out and assault um, their peers and, you know, just engage in criminal behavior and criminal activity. These are the children who grow up um, and go down that path. And it's very sad to see, but it really pulls back the curtain on the dysfunctional nature of some of these, of, of, of our culture, of, of, of you know, um, different pockets in society. It's very sad to see, but it's very real. And so it's very important for us when we come in contact with children to uplift them, to empower them, to tell them the truth about who they are. So that if they happen to have a distorted view of themselves, that that can change, that they can begin to see themselves as valuable. They can begin to see themselves as worthy individuals. But I tell you, the last video of the four was perhaps the most alarming. It was a scene of children at a birthday party throwing money and rapping and shockingly brandishing firearms it was it was unbelievable and we cannot under any circumstances allow our youth to think such behavior is glamorous or acceptable and you know we can't allow them to get their identity from from that type of behavior the consequences of allowing this toxic narrative to persist are dire it's 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 really um heartbreaking to see so many children being led down a destructive path and in my maybe 13 or 14 years of being an advocate as i mentioned in a mentor i've never seen a time more severe like we really need to roll our sleeves up and and do the work and so today i just wanted to talk about over the oh actually last week i released ebooks for kids they are it's actually the first in a volume a series of books that we we offer and it's in the book is entitled mirror mantras volume one we have a girls edition and a boys edition and they offer push button audio mirror mantras. So for years as a mentor, one of the things that I have been doing with kids is what I call mirror mantras, having them go to the mirror, connect with themselves, look themselves in the eyes and say positive things to themselves about themselves and encourage themselves. And it's a self-esteem tool that I've been using for years. 
And I just felt like it, it's helped my son in so many ways. It's helped him boost his confidence in so many ways. It's actually even helped him improve his speech. And because of that, I decided to create a book, you know, from utilizing this tool with him, it inspired me to create a book for other children. And every single day that I worked on this book, it became more obvious to me that there is a great need for it. And, you know, as fate would have it, the week leading up to me releasing this book just really highlighted the need for it. Because when children see themselves through a distorted lens, it is a problem for everyone. And, you know, you may say, well, my kids are good kids. My kids don't come from those types of um, environments. My kids um, come from a stable home, from a good family. And we're not affected by it, but that's not true because we are all family. We are all connected. And even if your child is, you know, raised, is being raised with good morals and led down a great path and has great, is fortunate enough to have great influences in their lives, you have to understand that these children are their peers that, you know, children like these, uh, children who are being led by um, dysfunctional parenting are your children's peer group, you know? And so sh your children may encounter these types of children um, along their path. And so we have to be clear that children, the reason they're called peers is because they are peers and peer pressure is real. And so you don't want your children being around children <clears throat> or being influenced, I should say, by children who behave in this manner, who have this mindset that they get their self-esteem from having wads of cash to throw around, from, from carrying firearms. I mean, these children were small children. They could not have been more than seven or eight years old. And to see children being cheered on by adults was so heartbreaking. It really, it's, it's um, unbelievable. And again, it really showcases how bad um, or how much we need to encourage these children. Whenever we come in contact with children, we need, because it's a, this is a very dangerous time for children to be in this world, not sure of themselves. This is a very dangerous time for children to move through the world with no self-worth. This is a very dangerous time for children to not love the person they see in the mirror. It's a very dangerous time because not only will they abuse themselves, but they will also become a target for abuse. So empowering them to empower the person in the mirror is critical right now. It is imperative that we teach our children to value themselves, to value life, to value um, other people. When children have a strong sense of themselves and they value themselves, 
right? When they when they have a strong sense of purpose, they don't go out and commit crimes because you know what? They feel valuable. They feel like they have something to lose. Uh, when children grow up feeling like they have nothing to lose and hopeless, we already know what happens. It's, it's, it's very common, particularly in the black community. When children grow up feeling hopeless and helpless, they feel like they have nothing to lose. They commit senseless acts of violence. And by the time they realize um, all of the damage and bad decisions they've made and, and want to um, change their lives, it's, oftentimes it's too late. And they have a criminal record and that they're stuck in that lifestyle. Many times they want to get out of that lifestyle, but now they have a criminal record. They can't get a job and they're forced to turn back into, and maybe not forced, that's probably not the good word, but they, they're going to automatically go back to what they know, the path of least resistance, which is a life of crime. And oftentimes the victims of those crimes are good people, uh, you know, good people who have, have who have no nothing to do with that lifestyle. So it, it matters to everybody when children grow up not feeling worthy, not feeling purposeful, not feeling like um, they matter. When children grow up thinking their only way out is to become a rapper. That's a that's that's dangerous because there are millions of things that children can do. There are millions of occupations. There are all types. We have all been uh, blessed to be born with a talent. We just have to find out what it is and cultivate it. So it's important for us to tap in to our young people in that way, to cultivate their minds, to open their minds up, to um, discover their creativity and that it does not have to, you know, they don't have to get their self-esteem from idolizing money. They don't have to get their self-esteem from the shape of their body. There's so many things that's going on in society today that is shaping our children's perception of themselves that we really have to get to work. So I am on fire more than ever when it comes to raising the self-esteem of our children. I'm on a mission to change the way they see themselves. And I hope that you would join me on this mission. I cannot do it alone. I cannot do it by myself. I need your support. I need your energy. And today I just wanted to take time to say that, that we have a real serious crisis on our hands with our children, the lack of um, self-love, the lack of self-value, and the lack of good leadership, quality leadership. Um, I know what it's like to be a child and not have positive influences in your life. I know what it's like. And my goal in life, my passion in this season of my life is to be the responsible caring, nurturing adult that I wish I had when I was growing up. And so I want to encourage you to do the same. If you have children that are in your social circle, please, please take the time to talk with them 
about the way they see themselves, encourage them to see themselves as purposeful, worthy individuals. And um, if you like, you can check out the link in my bio on Instagram and manifest my blessing and you'll be able to see the book. You'll be able to get the link to the book there if you'd like your child to have one of um, the Mirror Mantras books. I'd love to to support you in that way. But um, again, today the message is just about empowering our children. We are in a crisis right now. Our children are under siege and we must do something about it. Again, my name is Chanel Swain and my whole mission is to teach our children and teach everybody I come in contact with to see it, decree it, and be it. Let's go.